You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last night. night. Coming to you from Stand Up New York Labs. Guys We Guys Fucked. We fucked. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. Yo, Guys We Fucked. The anti slut shaming podcast. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. And uh, hey girl, how you doing? Uh, I've been better. What's up? (laughs) Why'd you tell Christina your problems? I like how we pretend that we don't know what the issue already is. Well, I knew when we walked in the green room, because someone else was recording before us, I knew something was up, but then I didn't want to talk to you about it, because I want to talk to you about it on the mic. Well, you know, I mean, you know what's going on. I know what's going on, but I didn't proceed to, I talked to you a little bit about it last night via text message. Yeah, well, I've really outdone myself this time. I somehow managed to get dumped by someone who wasn't even my boyfriend. She texted me last night. She goes, oh, I got dumped by someone who wasn't even my boyfriend. I'm like, okay, more details, please. Uh, Yeah. Um... Yeah, so the uh, the older guy that I was seeing, uh, I mean, we had been talking, whatever. I hadn't seen him in a little bit, like, but we had been talking on and off, and um, I hadn't had sex with him in a while. Uh, and then last night, we were both in the city, and he made me walk around the block so that he could tell me he didn't think we should have sex anymore. Okay. That's literally how he worded it, too. And I was like, oh, that's nice. He said, I don't think we shouldn't be having sex anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, um, I think it was more than that. But thank you. But thanks. What? Did he say why? Uh, I mean, he explained it later uh, via text. Oh, that's uh, completely great. But at the time, he was just like, uh, I don't know, just a bunch of he's you know because we would get in fights a lot but i was like don't you think that the fights were because it was very unclear about where we were and also he, because you uh smoke too much pot and talk rudely to me yeah no that that seems like valid because i was like because I, I, I was just like <laughs> the the you know the way you treat me and the amount of drugs you are using there's a correlation between ah, those things okay and then i tried to say that and then he was like and then he's like, you're just accusing me of having a drug problem. And I was like, I'm not accusing you of having a drug problem. Like, I I have... And the thing is... But is that... Uh, he does? <laughs> That's safe to say? I mean, from my opinion and perspective? Well, yeah. the, the thing is, for me, uh, it's just like, I, I feel like the people that I go out of my way to be... Um, to be like less aggressive towards and who I show like the most love and care for Mm -hmm. are the people who are the worst to me and people I'm mean to (laughs) can't get enough. (laughs) You know, why is that? Isn't that always a problem ladies? Um, yeah, because you know what? It's like, you know, he's older. So I kind of felt like, you know, it's not my place to say anything. So it's not my place to tell you that you're doing too many drugs, but I think it is my place to tell you. I think that's your place. N- no, because he, I wasn't. He, uh, I wasn't even his as girlfriend. A friend. No, yeah, even as a friend, as but, someone who cares about him. Uh, I, I think it, because he had he had already said that you know address kind of like verbally addressed it. So for me, it was like, uh, for me, it was I I, I was allowed to say I feel that you uh, treat me differently when you when you smoke too much pot. Yeah. So I, I feel fair. like that was very fair of me to say, and that's yeah. what I said. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm not going to tell you I have a drug problem, but what I am going to tell you is that I've known you when you were not smoking, and I and I know you when you were, and the way you treat me is vastly different. And so I have a problem of kind of 
isolating people at their best and then always and always remembering them at their best. And no matter how they treat me from that point in, I will always kind of with men, this is right. I will always kind of treat. I will always kind of react to them as if they're still the best version of themselves, even if they're starting to crumble. So you believe the best in them at all times, no matter what's happening. So it's just like, I, well, it's like they, like I remember him as like this awesome person who treated me nicely, even when he morphed into kind of like a monster who was like tweaking out on drugs. What is it about drug people with drug problems who can't face the sentence you have a drug problem well i mean that's the whole i mean that's the whole basis a, of like a tw- the 12 step program I, the first step, is, step is, is admitting that you have a problem but he's never admitted no, no he I, has in the past with other substances he, he's said no even with this it, with, this is just pot you know so yeah no and he has he has said that he he gets mad at himself for for smoking too much but i, I mean i don't even know and i'm sure i'll get some fucking phone call because someone will hear about this episode and you know what it's just like yeah, i'm whatever. sorry there's a lot of people who smoke sorry. pot who i've dated so oh yeah so i i dated a so guy fuck everybody. I dated one guy uh who who this is the only person I've ever dated who woke up and smoked pot. He actually yeah. had a framed marijuana leaf oh above God. his bed. And uh I I don't know, I couldn't tell the difference at first. It was always like, "No, you're not different when you're on drugs." And yeah. then it became something eventually, not eventually. By eventually, I mean 3 weeks of into dating him of something it became a thing where it's like, oh, I need to either accept this or move on. Right. And I really like the dude. He was right. a fucking loser. I'm mm-hmm. sorry if you were ever on the podcast. I invite you to be on, but <laughs> I, I, that's what I think of you. Uh, more than happy to talk it out. But, uh, you know, and then it, it comes to the point where I eventually made the decision. You know what? That's something that I'm going to sacrifice. I will look over the fact that I don't like you smoking pot every second of every day because I liked him so much and it's so crazy because I don't I could never imagine making that kind of sacrifice for anybody and looking back he wasn't even that great yeah no why did why why did that happen well also like I mean we talked about this before like there's different issues that I can deal with and like the addiction is something for me that's tolerable but not when it affects how you treat me because I've dated people who have alcohol problems but their the alcoholism didn't make them treat me less good right um, which is kind of rare it's more with of alcoholics a, i would feel I yeah would think. it's more of a i don't know but it's it, but and then also for me it's like well you're treating why am i okay with someone almost treating themselves poorly and i'm not okay it was very upsetting for me with this this last person i was seeing um it was it upset me a great deal uh to kind of watch him deteriorate when right. he was under the influence and like i say i will say like uh, when he dumped me he that was like the most the most cognizant I've seen him in a long time. And I was like, you know what? This sucks, but I like you actually like, I'm, I care for you and I'm happy that you look this good. And then this is, this was a classic current move. <laughs> he, uh, he dumped me. And then after he dumped me, well, I mean, I dumped whatever, dumped. like we're said, saying dump. Yeah. It, I mean whatever. like whatever. I don't even know what the fuck we were doing. You, <laughs> um, we're seeing each other. Meanwhile, I was at someone else's house last weekend. Uh, <laughs> he, I, I, I said, well, uh, just, you know, I love you. So that's how I feel. And I said it exactly in that cadence. <laughs> What a current move. Yeah, and with a bang. Um, what did he say to that? Uh, I think it just more was of like a love. No, it wasn't a shock. I, I don't think he was expecting. I, it wasn't shocking, but I don't think that's what he was expecting. I have a question for I handled you. it very stoically. It's interesting to me that you're you're very you're critical of yourself you're critical mm-hmm. of other people mm-hmm. and what you're critical a lot about is is work ethic mm-hmm. and obviously he's a very he's a he's fun you know he's doing good kind of you know <laughs> not really um but you he is a person on paper that's not 
I would think you would be so critical of his mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. and his the way he lives his life, mm -hmm. but yet you weren't, were you? Um, I just can't imagine you not being critical of so many facets of his life that that I even would be like, mm, for nah. me, they made sense though because I knew the con like I knew the reasoning behind it. You had empathy for you knew you understood why everything. Yeah, was. and also for me, it's so rare that I get along with somebody. Apparently, we didn't get along that well, according to him. Um, but. Uh, and I and also this is super shallow, but like I'm not. Well, maybe it's not shallow actually, because um, not that he's so he. I, I find him to be attractive. I don't. He's not. I don't think he has model good looks, but like he has a very specific look, and I am very sexually attracted to him. And for me, finding someone that I'm like very and because I need to be like can't keep my hands off you sexually attracted to you right for that person to be my boyfriend yeah. every boyfriend except for my first boyfriend I was attracted to but that being said my first boyfriend I connected to with on a level that I'm I have never connected with another human being since um he was my best friend and I mean he that's another story because he won't even fucking talk to me anymore um because of the podcast but uh yeah so so I was willing to look past these other things right for that there's a lot of things though yeah but it's like they just never affected me and also like we just he li lived far enough away and like we it wasn't that it, we weren't in a serious enough relationship for it to affect me I think maybe if we took to the next level then it would affect me and who knows because something else is going on here I don't know don't know what it is because this like obviously something else is going on with his life because this was very abrupt and kind of out of nowhere and I didn't understand it then then Christina here this is what you didn't hear so last night I was filling you in on it right so I'm like literally walking away in tears I wasn't sobbing because listen when you've been dumped by the love of your life in a Panera bread the, you, you're, you're thicker skin my skin is thicker yeah. and it's like nothing is affecting me as you have thick skin anyway but that all you know that also upsets me because it's just like this is how people become so fucking jaded and emotionless yeah and I'm like this at this point I'll fucking never like and then I'm like talking to this other guy who I really like um and I'll, I'll, like it made me not completely disinterested in him. Like I don't even want to see him anymore. Right. Well, because you're I just caught up don't in... want to see any. I just don't even want to fucking see anybody. Yeah, but I feel like that's because you're in that vibe of like rejection. And, and living in that. And that's it's, not, that's not why it's can't so beyond that. It's so beyond rejection though. It's, it's fucking betrayal. It's just out of, I, I can't handle these out of nowhere. Yeah. I what? suddenly change my mind bullshit things. So yeah, no. So as I'm walking away, I get a text from this person that says, you awake. I just straight up dumped Corinne. Now he's a funny dude. From this guy. Yeah. So I thought you. this was his attempt at, at a joke that, that would somehow lighten that's the situation. That's the least funniest thing And yeah, ever. it's the least funny Thing. It's I, fucking I just, cruel. I just told you I love you and I walk away crying. It's cr it is cruel. Yeah. It's fucking cruel. Then I wake up with a text uh, this morning going, "Oh, that was for my." He said his friend's name, but I'm not gonna say it on the air. But he said that. Oh, that was for my friend. I'm like, so what? even worse. That, that's even worse. That's what you didn't know. I'm like, how? And so my response was, I'm not sure what I did to be treated this cruelly, but it must have been something pretty shitty. Then he was like, "Oh, I didn't mean for that one text, but." That friend is the only person I talked to about this stuff. Just dumb texting. I wasn't exactly happy about our convo last night either. So I wanted oh. to talk to someone. Aside from that, there is no cruelty involved. I said, okay. I said that text was cruel, accidental or not. Because it was goddamn. There was three Has exclamation Has he ever accidentally points. texted you? Because yeah, he's bad at texting. He's, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's possible. So after I, I number one, I just straight up dumped Corinne. What kind of terminology is this for the person of your age or any age? Um, and then he, there's yeah. three exclamation points. This is what like celebratory. Like number one, if like, 
just, we, we could have addressed so this. So you were honest with him the entire time about, about – because you're a person who's like, just honest and up, sh- straight up with people. Two weeks ago, I saw him the, when, I, when I walked into a club and I, I, he saw me, his face lit up. And we – a couple weeks before that, I spent the entire weekend with him. And we had, like, a good time. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't either. That and doesn't make any sense. It, 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 I don't know if it's, like, the ego or the – I have no idea. I got nothing, honestly. Uh, so then this is the, just I'll just read this last text because I think this is ridiculous because a lot, a lot of our fights stem from but I felt he was talking down to me and he would just be like I'm not he would just flip out and be like I'm not and then we cooled and then when he cooled down he would be like do you really think that I talked down to you and I'm like I wouldn't have said it if I didn't think it was yeah. tr- it was true and also it's like uh, that's why I brought if, it up if a person feels like they're being talked down to you like that's not really up for discussion like right it needs to be adjusted yeah you so need I, to fucking I said that out, and I was like you know what this is fucking my fault because I was like you've been treating me like garbage for the past few months and I've just kind of been pushing it aside and then he was like no I'm, not. I'm like okay whatever so um in closing, he was like, I do not speak down to you. That is what you always say. I do not know how to communicate with you, and I don't understand the way you view things. This is why we should not date. I do not think of you as trash or speak down to you, but you absolutely feel as if I do. Therefore, the best way to help us from this scenario is to not continue because I do not want you to feel as if you think you're garbage. I do never think I'm garbage. Right. Uh, or someone That's that needs to be spoken down to. Yeah, because uh, The issue well, is he speaks down to you, yeah, and he's yeah. not admitting it, he's or like, he's not dealing with that. Yeah, he's like, I think you're cool and I like you, but these other problems I simply don't see, feel, or understand. Now, listen, this is an ongoing problem with my life. People don't get me, and, I, and I'm and i used to that, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But after a fucking year of hanging out, I would feel like we could have addressed this fucking sooner. Yeah, but also, like, with this person in particular, there was always, like, this balls in whose court, balls in whose court. I don't want to admit I like you. Because we're very admit- similar. Right, so it sounds like it's, it's this, like, especially with him, it's his ego of I don't want to be weak and admit that I like you. Well, or, he or just said at one point that he was, like, kind of scared of, like, me hurting him but I, I was just like you're I was like he said he was scared of you hurting him yeah and I was like this Why? was this was during a while ago um well because like falling in you know and then because we're both kind of the same type we're both kind of these like players in a way right so it's like we've met our match yeah yeah but I mean I think he's a little more than I am on the tier of sluttiness and he's also older so he has just like that yeah, more, more life experience he's been he's, and he's and he's a man which in the field of player like that's still it's still ahead yeah and it's nothing I can do about it right now I mean we're trying but nothing you know I yep. can't do it in a single the, the thing act I, I hate one of the the times that I like look back at my life where I was just like the most upset was always those instances where you like the guy and the guy's refusing to want to dress it and admit it and talk about it and then they just leave you for no reason and they don't explain themselves yeah. or they explain themselves but you're like what the f-? like it just isn't logical it doesn't come in a it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Well, the thing is, like, he would always be the one to be, like, sitting, like, let's have a conversation about our relationship. And you know I fucking hate that, Christina. But yeah, I, he was like, more I of a talker I would do it because I cared. But did he ever say, like... I like He you. would always be No he was always like I really like you But I don't only, he, he always had this thing Where like I'm not sure We get along well enough And I was like Because you're not allowing us To get along Because and you challenge I'm, him And he doesn't like it And when also I'm getting frustrated Yes and I think I think the only kind of person He could be with Is some kind a of passive. A, Like a passive Stepford yeah. wife yeah. type And I've seen it girls He's been like with that. And they have to just be like And I And it's just like He 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 dumped me with the With the, just like the it was like fucking like he was running an errand. It was like I'm gonna mail a letter, drop off my laundry, and dump Corinne. Like that was that was how it was. And I was like, Are you fuck? And I get so but, but angry. He, but dude, he fucking smokes weed every day. Of he course, wasn't. it's no no big no no. Deal. But he wasn't. He was totally he's so sober at this point. And it's just like is I. Is there a reason why he was sober? 
uh, I don't know. Apparently, so he could dump me and be. Instru- apparently, when he was clear-headed, thanks. gee, thanks. The one when he time was you don't clear-headed, smoke drugs. the first thing he thought of was to dump me. How sweet! And it's just like. I get so angry at myself because like there's like fucking two things that make me feel bad and dairy and men and I can't get enough of either of them <laughs> and I've uh, why do I do this I'm so angry at myself like this time I'm so angry at myself and I was really angry with myself about Frank the ex uh, but I got past that but like this time is just like are you fu- you fucking did it you know again? what we're talking, you know what we're talking about you know what we're talking about though with Jenny in the last with episode Wow yeah Jay Wow <laughs> uh fucking she's fucking hilarious um was that a lot of times these things happen and it has nothing to do with you. Oh, yeah. it's To me, it's for, it, I feel like something else was going on. It's it can't. Obviously, it has something to do with but you. It's but it's like I'm it, so It's an overall issue because I'm fucking sick of this. You can't, you, but how can you take a person who's addicted to drugs? Like, I know I smoke marijuana. I smoke it at night and I smoke it often, probably five out of seven nights a week. Right. I, I am a marijuana smoker. I'm a, uh, like, right. I guess you class my classifies me as a pothead but I can't like I mean I know everybody handles drugs differently like I can't smoke during the day I can't smoke before I go and stay I, can't, I don't smoke before I go and do something because I right. need to be present or I'll yeah. feel like I'm losing control but you can, it's almost I, I kind of almost feel like you can't the the actions and the words that people speak while they're high don't mean anything because it's not you you are high you are not yourself I don't right? Know. I don't. I mean, yeah, it's hard. Sometimes I have trouble with the pot because I've never smoked pot, so I have trouble understanding. I mean, I, and I'm a lightweight, and but, I can't smoke much, and I can't smoke out of a bong, and I, I, yeah. I'm a light. I'm like a. a, a <laughs> Stephen says the way I poke smoke pot is adorable. Ah. So that's <laughs> which it is because I've been around people who are way. Most people are better than me at smoking, but it's I, I've never. I don't even smoke that much, and I'm a different. I'm different. I'm yeah. a, I'm in a different zone. So I, I don't know. I, that's why the whole relationship I have with that guy who's a pot smoker, I'm like, all of the stuff that happened, he had cheated on me with his girlfriend right. that he had lived with before. The time. I look back, I'm like, you were you were high every second of your life. Right. Well, How was that living? I had a whole year to know this this person, um, you know, when he was not smoking. And I really, really liked him. I liked him better that's than I did now. fell for him. Yeah. And I was, at the time, I was still with Frank. And I, and, I hadn't, and I didn't fall for him when I was with Frank. Let's just make that very clear. I was very obsessed with Frank the whole time. Right. But that doesn't even matter. Like, but you I still knew. find someone charming. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. And I knew this was for someone I liked, someone I looked forward to seeing, someone I was attracted to. Right. Uh, knew that if I was ever single, it would be an issue, and it was. Yeah, whatever, whatever was fine. Um, but uh, yeah. So I don't, and it's just I don't, I don't. You know what to make of it, and you're in a. I'm in shock, and it's not like oh my god, I can't believe I got dumped. Like I, uh, but it's like uh, I don't know. You're gonna figure it out. I, 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 don't know. I. He doesn't seem like if from as your one of your closest friends. I don't think that. That makes sense. That's literally what I mean. Well, the thing is, like, you go back and forth you because and sometimes you said it did. It it did. Yeah, but the whole... My roommate loves his it. his personality is great. Mostly everyone and else. And he charms the shit out of people and he challenges it. you. And I get that that's something that's rare. Like, someone cannot respectfully... It's rare that someone can respectfully put you in your place. Yeah. Where it's at a level where it's fun and challenging and, and respectful and... That that's the vibe that well, was got, going on. It got not respectful, right? Obviously, yeah, yeah. Went, but then it's like he started fucking smoking pot, and then it got non-respectful. And then like, also, like you mad. say things that you don't, you wouldn't say when you're not high. Like yeah. that's the, my whole thing. Like he was not. 
I should have stepped away and just been like, listen, you need to speak to them. But it's like when you're when you're he's when someone's in constant denial of something that is not. I'm like, no, this isn't fucking objective. This is true. This is exactly what's happening. This is what's happening. How do you not see? Take a step back. I'm like, I'm going to record you and play it back for you. The same thing is like sometimes like I'll be on camera and we'll be shooting something. (laughs) And then when we're not shooting and I'm just talking to people, I'm like, Christina, is that the way I talk to people? I'm like, I got to fucking tone it down. (laughs) Like I can see that. Right. So if I can fucking see that. Yeah. I'm one of the most stubborn people in the universe. Right. And so is he, which is the problem. I don't, I just, yeah. I can't even talk about this anymore. Everyone's, and then the thing is, everyone's probably, it's like fucking so sick of hearing me uh, talk about getting dumped. And I'm, uh, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm tired of being dumped. So I hear you. Uh, Dan Savage said, only one person you date will work out. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's if you consider that there's only one person for everyone. I'm like, I don't Which really, I don't think there is. There is not. So no, but silly. one person where it works out real well. Uh, yeah. Everybody else up until that point does not work out. Uh. Um, I love you. <laughs> I want to bring on our guest. Uh, yes. Her name is Audrey. She is. That was what my name was going to be if my dad had control of the naming process. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so cute. <laughs> uh, you are not an Audrey. You are a Corinne. Yeah, I am such a Corinne. Die if I do well. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she, uh, I'm, she recently went through something very traumatic mm-hmm. that I feel a lot of women go through and don't want to talk about or don't feel comfortable talking oh, about it. And that is, uh, she w- there was an unexpected pregnancy mm-hmm. and she has the right to choose because mm-hmm. she is a lady and it is her body. Mm-hmm. And she chose to get an abortion. And uh, she... Are we going to talk more about what type when she comes on? Yeah, we'll okay. talk about it when she comes on. But I was really excited that she wanted to come on and was passionate about talking about it because she completely understands that Yeah, we weren't is- excited about the abortion. Don't worry. No, guys. no. Yeah. No, not really. That's that's never exciting. Excited to live in a country where it's something that you can do. That's that's exciting. Mm -hmm. That is something being worth excited about. But but getting an abortion is never something that is exciting. It's never something that's fun. But it's also something that I've never done. And Audrey has recently went through. And I'm really excited that she is here to talk about her her process, honestly and candidly. Yeah. Uh, Let's bring her on. Listen up, guys. As we swim by, it shows. Hey guys, we are back and we are here with my friend Audrey. Hi, Hi girl. Thank you so much for being here. How you doing? Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, yeah. It's an s- honor. Yeah, I'm super <laughs> stoked for you to be here. So let's let's start off by you giving us a background of the sitch. Of you, the situation. Just okay. we start off with that. Yeah. Well, so I guess I'll start with me. Um I grew up in a, I guess you would say, evangelical Christian family home. Um, I was raised in the church, if you will. <laughs> um, and it was crazy. I don't know. It, it defines my life in a lot of ways. Yeah. Still. How so? Like what, what, what <clears throat> things did your parents impose on you that there were so many things? I mean, it was just a totally different lifestyle than the thing is that I wasn't. So sometimes if you're raised evangelical, you're raised religious, whatever it is, you end up going to a religious 
school. However, mm-hmm. I, my parents, I think they didn't want to pay for it, honestly. But um, <laughs> so I went to public school. And so I kind of got to see that my, my life and just the way that I was raised at home was so, just so different than uh, everyone I went to school with. Right. I mean, for instance, I didn't have like cable television until I was in like eighth grade. I mean, like that. Was there, re- was there religious reasons behind that? Um, or was it more Like my parents never framed things in a religious way, but religion was always the background of it. Like my got parents it. would say, she wasn't dressed appropriately or or this just isn't an appropriate show or whatever it was. Uh, but um, behind it was obviously yeah, God I, I, or whatever. I, I, I lived in the I lived in the um, the South for 10 years. They're, my parents are both from Jersey. But in the South, I remember I had this friend. His name was Steven. He was like my first ever friend. Mm-hmm. And his mother didn't want any, him getting any birthday gifts. Like we would have birthday parties. for I would go to all his birthday parties. If anything had a skull or a weapon yeah. or a gun – she would throw it out. And yes, then if every yes. time we would be like, oh, God, she would go, don't use God's name in vain in this house. Yes, good and examples. I, and I, you know, I, I, so I was like, and even I didn't, I grew up with no religion at all. And I sensed that that was weird. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good example. It's things like that. Like, it's actually hard to even define now because there's just so many things. But that's a good example. Um, God's name in vain is a huge one. Um, uh, what was I thinking of when you said oh, the well, TV show? TV shows. I mean, oh, hot holidays the easter bunny was off limits um, really yeah oh I, like, is that an, not an evangelical thing as a kid no the easter bunny is like it's um, commercialism of religion right because yeah. easter is such like of. a <laughs> i guess quote-unquote holy like you know holiday to right. christians and i i really hope that no one takes this to maybe people probably will take this to mean that i'm like you know christians are all ridiculous and this is ridiculous oh everyone's not, not true i want to i, I want to make a um like a disclaimer like i appreciate a lot of factors about my upbringing actually right i actually appreciate the way that i was brought up in a lot of ways i was sheltered from a lot of things in a good way but I was also sheltered from things in a bad way right so a lot of I mean I feel like most kids it's all the combination yeah but I think that um my upbringing became very clear when I started just getting older and reaching I guess I would say like high school like Mm -hmm. late late middle school early high school and it was then it was sort of like when people were expanding with experimenting with drinking and things partying quote unquote whatever um that was sort of when it became very obvious I mean I went to church on Sundays and drinking it was just I felt very conflicted and and I mean a huge thing with Christianity I think religion in general but I've noticed more so with Christianity because I actually have been experiencing another religion recently but Christianity is very based on just guilt and if you do something wrong you are going to go to hell that's yeah. a lot of religions, though, because That's it's Ju- Judaism, too. True. I mean, it's just Judaism, Judaism actually Judaism? doesn't focus as much on hell and heaven and that yeah. guilt factor. It's definitely a factor. I mean, it's a factor of anything because it's an existential thing. You wonder right. where you're going when you die. But Christianity specifically is very much fear based on you are going to go to hell but hell is such a it's so characterized in Christianity like you're going to go and burn there's yeah. flames and there's a right. red dude exactly. and he's like fuck you you're exactly. here forever Christianity well, depends a lot on the, the guilt yeah I yeah. mean cause re- I mean religion I mean like it just like the, the, the quote says it's the opiate of the masses it's, it's to keep people acting go- like at well behaved but here's the thing yes, I yes, had yes. and I, I'm one of the few people that I've ever met that has grown up with zero religion it wasn't there was no disrespect for religion by on my parents part there was no like right. religion is bad mm-hmm. it just there just wasn't any I had very so interesting in its own way too, but though. I formed my own way of feeling guilty there yeah. was no hell but it was yeah. I'm a bad person right so yeah. it, I feel like Christians and every religion they just label it right but I feel yeah. like it's a human 
thing. But also, but the labeling takes it a step further and mm-hmm. it gives you mm-hmm. a concrete reason to say, don't do that mm-hmm. or you're going to be with mm-hmm. that red mm-hmm. dude mm-hmm. in flames for like ever. Which is the main point about religion <laughs> that bothers me because it's like we should be doing being good people just because we should be good people, not because we're going to either get some eternal reward or punishment. 100%. Yeah. Just and I totally agree. And this is the same reason that why a lot of, I always would get upset because a lot of uh, kids in my school, when they got good grades, they would get, their parents would like take them to Toys R Us and for every A, they would get a toy. Something similar like that. I had that. And I I, I brought this up with my mom one day and she said, absolutely not. She said, Corinne, it is your job to go to school and get an A. (laughs) Why would I possibly reward you for that? I wish I had that because I clung to reward. I clung to, I I remember I had piano lessons and if I I, uh, got like a sticker by Mm -hmm. my piano teacher, my mom took me to (laughs) 7-Eleven to get a fucking donut. Yeah. So I was like, I need that donut. And that, but I, it, it wasn't even about the donut anymore. It was about the fucking reward. Oh, yeah. but if I, I think didn't we'll get, get it, it when we all have kids. If kids. I didn't get it, I was a failure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what that system taught right. me of right. rewards. Well, but in a different way, like if I went to the dentist and was well-behaved or the doctor and was well-behaved, I would get to go to McDonald's. But for me, that's more like going through an emotionally hard experience was rewarded yeah. with food, which is something I still deal with. Oh, that yeah. day. Interesting. To this day. Um, a little 360. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I do... But I, but I do work just to because I should be doing work, not because I'm expecting something. Right. But it might mean in my experience, hard work in general does lead to rewards success. and success for yourself. Well, success is the right. ultimate reward. Right, right. Yeah. exactly. So, okay, so you had a religious upbringing. Right. But then, when did, did it shape your life when you got older, like when you were in high school, middle school? I don't know, because I knew you then. High school was sort of, for me, I mean, it was like a point when I was like, I'm done done with this shit right. I'm just done you like, renounced it I was of. so but to a degree I went to the one other extreme in a way because I was just so like I can't handle this anymore no one has any idea what I've been through these people don't get it a huge thing was so in Christian I don't know if this is I think it's just a name actually Christianity uses but there's like youth groups yeah, um, yeah, yeah your yeah. church yeah. whatever mm-hmm. wherever you are and that was a huge thing for me in high school I was looking for acceptance I went through my whole life because I kind of have unique features um, for instance like certain things about me are unique um, and looks wise and I got made fun of a lot like mm-hmm. forever forever and ever and ever from elementary school on I just want to make and this so, clear Audrey is not some kind of like a, a she's paraplegic no, like, no 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 woman. Um, she's unique just, in the sense of just not your average common like straight brown hair yeah a debt yeah. collector um, is calling me <laughs> I just want to interrupt the podcast to talk about your abortion story to say a debt collector is calling me because I refuse to open any of my college loan bills go ahead so for me, um, that was like a huge, and still to this day, I have a lot of social anxiety because of that. And I got made fun of for literally my whole life. And so when I came to the church or whatever, we found this one church, like, I don't even know, middle school maybe. And um, we started going there and I became, the people were befriending me. Like certain people in my youth group were befriending me. And I was like, oh my, I'm, this is amazing. I have mm-hmm. friends. Like that sounds so lame, but that's really how my life was. Yeah. I was crying well, every when, day, when begging to be when homeschooled. When you're a kid, it's all about having friends. Yeah. I begged my mom to homeschool me. It was really, really, really hard. And so for that I was like oh my god I'm being accepted like this this totally makes sense like this is God like this is great whatever ah. there was a, definitely a period where I was trying to accept it in yeah well that makes school. sense why you did because that and then happening. as I kept going and feeling the urges that I think everyone feels when you start growing up and becoming an adolescent wanting to experiment with things that's human nature I think that's normal mm-hmm. and I felt that but the people in my group of friends that had accepted me were like started to judge me and and, uh. and, and actually ended up alienating me and shutting me out basically because they were like sinner like I'm really? holding up 
you know, like were drinking you, or like. Were you like, acting? Was like this sexual or drinking? Uh, actually, or? not sexual. I no one liked me either. Like there was no sexual things going on because no one liked me in high uh-huh. school. It was actually more drinking and going to parties and stuff than anything. Um, and they were judging me for that, and they stopped talking to me. Wow. And that that actually was a very defining moment for me. I was like, "Fuck you," and I'm done. That's it. I'm I'm seriously done. You people are awful. You, yeah. you people and are that was actually awful. Of the religion too, because yes. it's like yes. well, okay. So I'm sorry. I thought religion was meant to be like accepting and loving and whatever. Oh, it's anything and but it is that. the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. The oh, only God, positive, yeah. I, I mean, there, I know there are a bunch of positive experiences related to religion. One, the there only are, one, that's true. The only one There's that I more know negative. of is Stephen, my boyfriend. Uh, his dad, when Stephen was about seven, was riding his bike and got hit by a car. And mm-hmm. from that point on, he was never able to walk. He was bound to a wheelchair. And Stephen was a, was telling me how the there they had a local church. It was a it was a small town in the middle of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and the church helped him. They came to his house. They gave him yeah. meals. They, it was just of a course. supportive community. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's what a church should do. Yeah, just help and support yeah. and listen. And and that's a, something that I val- not I think judge. is great and is valuable. And maybe everything isn't that way, but I do think there's too much of judgment. And I think, um, I don't know, that's just what I experienced. And at that point, I, I felt no connection to it. When people would talk about, you know, like Jesus and whatever else, like for me just personally, like I just didn't, I never connected to it. Yeah. And so then to add on, you know, being basically rejected by people who I thought were my first friends ever, my first true friends ever, I was like, that's it. I'm yeah. done. And I found other people in high school, yeah. um, such as yourself. Yeah. Who were nice to me and were actually my friends, and I found theater and I found performing arts and I found other things that I really enjoyed, and I was like, eh, well, like no, fuck, fuck you guys, off. like I don't need that. And yeah. So that was sort of the beginning of it, and then um, well, I think people get there, very stuck in the mindset that like your religion has to be Christianity, Judaism, Hinduism. Yeah. Your oh, religion can be many things. Totally. I actually, agree. It can, yeah, it can mm-hmm. be, it can be art, it can be writing, and I think it's just important that you feel that there's a way that you can express yourself and feel. That you fit in or be comfortable not fitting in. But, I mean, it, it's a taste, it takes a very special person to be comfortable yeah. not fitting yeah. in. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it, I mean, it is possible. Yeah. So. Right. So, and so you're currently in a relationship. I am. With a, a wonderful boy named John. The best. Amazing. Mm. A, awesome. a man. He's awesome. Oh, he's a man. I guess he's a man. He's a man. <laughs> I, I know. We're talking about, like, middle school. I'm like, oh, this cute boy named John. And how long have you been dating him? Almost two years. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that and long. And so yeah. it, it's interesting because he is Orthodox, Jewish. Yes, he is. Which is so, it, it's a strict <laughs> religion. Yeah. But he is. is not. Well, from let's be clear. He he is, he was raised. Raised. Yeah. Right. So, so similar to you. Like, yeah. But a similar yeah, story. Um, an extreme similar religion. in certain ways, but hasn't, not in the rejection that I found. Like he actually, and I, I mean, he has helped. I, that's just a benefit of Judaism. I don't know about the legitimacy of it is that he actually still believes a lot of the fundamental elements of Judaism versus like, for me, there's certain elements of Christianity that I'm just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Judaism's but, <laughs> main thing is like, don't be a dick. And a lot of it just makes sense. Like a <laughs> lot of certain feel. things. That's exactly what it says in the Torah. Know. Don't be a dick. Yeah, you open it up and then Thou you- shalt not be a dick. <laughs> All right, done. You you read from right to left and it says don't be a dick. Exactly. Agreed. It just says it over and over again. It's like I will not mm-hmm. be a dick. Um so I think he he has rejected the elements of being very very religious, but he does believe in fundamental elements of Judaism and like what what it means. Yeah. So it's so funny. I he went hasn't to, totally rejected it. I went to a Seder dinner once in my life. My, my, that was my deepest experience with Judaism, and it was fucking awesome. Have you ever done Seder dinner, Corinne? Yeah. I know you're half well, Jewish. Well, Seder dinners are... <laughs> 
Seder dinners are oh. meant to be that way because they're actually meant for the children, um, the like young oh, kids. It's right, to, like the youngest get them finds interested and like really into it. Yeah. yeah, well, the matzah, whatever. But yeah. it that's sort of like the point of it is to be um, like really interesting like that and really like have questions yeah. and be like very intrigued, mm-hmm. very intriguing thing. So, so okay. Sense. So I want to bring up something. Uh, <clears throat> I want to get into your actual experience with getting pregnant and not wanting to be pregnant because that's something I feel like happens to more people than they talk about. Before I want you to talk about that, I, I was telling you earlier, uh, there's these two articles. And it, Corinne, I know I, sh- well, I tried to send you a screenshot of one. One is, actually, they're both Jezebel. Um <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> One is uh, the headline reads Tony Braxton colon God gave my son autism because I got an abortion once. And it was all about how she was feeling guilty about her abortion. And then this other article is a woman filmed her abortion to show that it's not that scary. It's so interesting how two completely different worlds of thought can come from the exact same situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how it's all what you but it's all made up mm-hmm. it's all based made on up. your based on your upbringing your human, and your yeah. thoughts and your but the thing is these two women came had the exact same thing happen to them yeah. and one is 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 carrying this guilt with her for the rest of her life and the other one is trying to prove it's pretty extreme there is a video for getting abor- the abortion where the, 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 the medical like the surgical abortion the thing it's is, extreme. I mean, it is extreme. But the thing is that I think that's very, you know, if if you get handed shit, like, so if you get, you have to get an abortion, that fucking sucks. But I think it was honestly generous in a way for yeah. her to film that and share it, it because yeah. I think a lot of people who maybe want to get abortions and honestly should be getting abortions don't get them because they're scared uh, and fear. No one fear knows of pain, about it. Too. Fear of all these kind of things stop people from doing a lot of stuff that in the long run would make their lives a lot better. Because yeah. I know that this is going to be a controversial thing to say, but if you have a kid when you're not ready, when you don't want one, that's going to ruin your life and that's going to ruin the kid's life. Yes. And actually, that's yes. why Audrey works in family law. Yeah, I work in family she court. She sees family. So, families um, with children. Who- every day I see, <laughs> yeah, you call, it's families. It's a family. Um, but you see people who just couldn't handle it and didn't really want it. And, and you see that child. capable. And you see yeah. the result. You see the direct result see the, of somebody every, raising of a child it. who crazy. they weren't capable yeah. of raising. Yeah. And so, it makes me very angry at the evangelical um just the very religious Christian side. I mean, you can say religion is religion and every religion has these issues, but I am sorry. Christianity has taken up the biggest cross against abortion. And I just, the way that it's done is so close-minded and it's so just, it's it's harmful and damaging to the people who get pregnant and are yeah. terrified and know they can't handle it. Yeah. And then they Google, you know, experience with abortion and every single one is Christian, some sort of a Christian um, theme, like funded. Theme to, yeah, you can tell. I mean, yeah. I could tell. There's when I went through it, I Googled it and I could tell. Yeah, there's yeah. ads in the subway saying there's some, you know, other options <clears throat> that you can do. They A lot of times they say, well, if you can't keep the kid, give it up for adoption. I mean, these and are... I, look, and I get the, how that's an option. And you know, that is an option. No, it is. Yeah, it but, but it's but the the pressure. Especially if you're the... young, though. If you're a 16-year-old, you're your body is not ready to do that yeah, just yeah. in general and to make people feel guilty about that is just some such fucking bullshit it is such bullshit so so okay yeah. let's go let's do play by play when just tell me about the moment where you saw 
like you took. Well, let's start. Chat. You find out. Yeah, so you find out your what was going through your mind. Number well, one, do you, you? So are you on? You're not on the birth control, obviously. I was a few times, different types. Uh-huh. Um, the first time, it like it messed me up a lot, um, mm-hmm. which it does for me too. <laughs> it was, but it was the Yaz, mm-hmm. and I don't care that I'm putting this out there. It, the worst thing ever. I mean, everyone knows it was a lawsuit. Um, and so I really couldn't. I was. It made me go crazy, like mm-hmm. like physically and emotionally. I just couldn't handle it. This that was a long. It was a while ago. I mean, it even wasn't. I wasn't even having. Sex. I didn't have sex until I was 21 because mm-hmm. of this Christian thing. So for me also, sexuality is very com- complicated. But right. at that point, it was actually more just for like physically. I was trying to work out some things and I tried that and it didn't work at all. So I was scared to even try the next one. But I did try the next one like I would say like a year ago. And I went crazy. It was affecting my yeah. life in so many ways. My <laughs> every my Physically, I was going crazy. But emotionally, I was... I was crazy. I was like bipolar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you, um, I, yeah. I remember hanging out with you a little. I'm like, you seem, I remember one time yeah. I was, on, when I was on birth control, I think it was in high school. Yeah. And she it was, was similar like, to how you asked. She was like, <laughs> um, Christina, you're being a bitch. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, I kind of feel like I am. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, you feel like you're not you in your own skin. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because I have such a positive you can, experience yeah. with birth, birth control. control can be I think the it best just depends. Thing. Yeah. It depends on the type of birth control and also like how, I guess, how, how susceptible you are to the hormones. Yeah, it's just like your hormone, hormones are different. Um, I mean, but I didn't try it that much more because honestly, I was just nervous. I felt like I was the type of person who was just susceptible to it and I felt like I don't want, I don't want to try it because once you try, the thing is about it is that it takes a while to kick in. You have to wait for that. Yeah. Then you have to try it out for a while and let it, and let get it through, regulate itself and then it's still not working. Your face is breaking out you're losing your shit yeah. every day so basically you're you know. you're bloated you have acne you're angry you're a bitch so that ends up being the and birth that control sounds, it's nothing to do that with doesn't the even pill. sound like like when you say that like I, I bet people will listen to this and be like oh get over it but it's no you can't understand horrible. your whole life changes because well, you're taking this pill and you're but like well, also, I don't want to take the pill anymore the birth control christina's on right now made her skin super clear yes it did it depends so, and sometimes right. I, this is the only one that i know actually some people who go on birth control because they have severe acne yep. so i just want to yep. make it clear yep. like like no, you guys' experience with birth control was negative, but Absolutely. I don't want to scare listeners. Oh, no, but my point is, my point is that a lot of people have to experiment with different kinds, and it's very dependent on the different kinds. Yeah, like, instance, everyone's body is different. I yeah. plan to try different kinds now that I've been through this because so we I wasn't on that, but I mean we were using like condoms, but it wasn't. Um, it was 100%. It wasn't regular. It was just kind of reckless. It wasn't reckless in the sense of like we were just going full on. He like, wasn't coming inside you. Right, yeah. Yeah, but, but you I were, guess you could it's say called guys show, we right? fucked. We could talk. Yeah, yeah he wasn't coming inside of me ever. Like that was not an option. But yeah, like there were times it was like the pullout method and it's like and it's so funny because I felt like a high schooler and I felt stupid. That was part of how I felt yeah, guys, when I found out. But don't use the pullout method. And full it disclosure. It doesn't work. It, when I was in high school health class it, there was like this <laughs> video that we watched that was like the pullout the pullout or, or what, what did they Call it withdrawal is not with, an effective withdrawal. birth control like method, and it was like it was like eh, eh, on the screen, and I I'm like having flashbacks of that. It's true. Well, the, do the pullout method do is not a method. You'll be pregnant. It's, it's not, not even. It's not a. Me- it shouldn't even call the method because it's not a method. And look, I know it's not a method. I know various children said, who have been born because of the pullout right. method. In quotes, I, the guy that I was talking about earlier in the intro that smoked weed all the time. I wasn't on birth control because I was going crazy. I didn't want to go back yeah. on it again. Yeah. He didn't use condoms, and I. I didn't say don't I didn't say use a condom the pull-out method was our thing you know you you don't thanks to weed probably you really didn't yeah, work first off okay his first sperm off, like, my boyfriend oh, is a stoner that. not a pothead <laughs> yeah but he didn't know but not oh, like, is he? Stone, oh big time yeah, I didn't but, know that. yeah but he has to get up and smoke sometimes oh 
damn this is yeah, this really? turned into such a pothead yeah a no, weird is. pothead religious abortion <laughs> episode and i and this you tell yourself guys you tell ever. yourself a lot of things when you're in that moment i mean i told myself he's a huge stoner that takes down your ability blah 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 right, i told myself right, right. i have had a lot of issues um just with my reproductive system in certain ways like i've had other issues and so i would tell myself i probably can't have kids anyway oh, so my, you tell yourself everything my co-workers never gonna happen to me my co-workers I think it's gonna. She was not able to have children. She has a four-year-old child right oh, now. Well, I just want to make that very clear. So we, yeah, Thank you, you cannot even even a doctor. Even if you're actually told I that, you, you gotta you gotta with the you know and yeah. you know we, we we know sometimes I'm not safe about other things, but God, I have never had a dick inside me when I was not on birth control, and I never intend to. Right, okay. right, right. So so what was that moment when you when you saw well, the plus sign? For me, it's like. I kind I felt like I knew sort of actually it's weird um, I was on the subway and I was just like thinking about how long it had been I had been bipolar like even worse than ever yeah. on birth control it was woo woo like up and you down, were not up, on down. birth control like, though no right. I was fighting with my boyfriend every day for like three weeks we were actually almost broke up it's really funny because we really were like so close to breaking up because I was just going insane and he was like nothing I do makes you happy you hate me like what, what's the point of this like right. I don't know what's going on with you oh, but I, I don't know what to tell you every time I heard that <laughs> And we've had similar fights, but this was like a different level because I was just losing my shit like every day, all the did time. Did you now everything. when during this? Did you feel yourself losing your shit, but inside you're going, "This isn't me," or did you not? No, even I didn't realize that? it. But then I started to think about it, though. Uh, I was I was just standing on the subway, and for some reason, I just started thinking about. It. I was like, "Huh, it's like mid May. I've been having my period for a little while. Not a long. I mean, I'm not necessarily late, but I think right. I'm." I'm at a point where if I took a test, it would probably tell me, I think I should probably take a test. And I looked at a calendar and I was like, I got to take a test. So actually I was on my way to court and I went to the Dwayne Reed next Oof, to court. That's and what I you do in court, baby. took a test in the that's court like bathroom. In the court and bathroom. And <laughs> it started out, I mean, I've taken a lot of tests because I'm very paranoid because yeah. I'm an idiot. I, I mean, we weren't being 100% safe. So I was taking tests every now and again. And I... I was in the bathroom and I, I I'm used to just that 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 one negative line and that's all you see yeah, it's and the minus I sign. just saw yeah no the minus sign and I saw the other plus sign it wasn't it was faint but it was it was fucking there and I was like oh my god I called him right away I started shaking I was like holy it's just it's a surreal moment I can't even describe it it's a very very surreal you can't moment until it happens um, to you, I feel like. and I just was like I felt like I was in a dream I was literally pinching myself the whole morning because I was like I can't. This can't be There's real. There's a baby in me. Or, well, well, and I didn't start. even, yeah, and you don't even absorb it at first. You're just like, what? Uh, no, no. And then, I mean, I went through a whole phase. Like, it was like a week long. A and phase you take of acceptance you in a way. It was like tests? a 12-step thing. You took multiple tests. Multiple tests. I took, two, I took, two. I took the, the regular kind of the plus sign and then I bought a two pack of the digital. The digital is the fucking worst, ladies. Okay. And people probably know <laughs> I'm talking about. I really hope people understand what I'm talking about. We've been through this. It's, um, what's the thing where it's like the sand thing, the timekeeper oh, sand the, thing? The, okay. An hourglass. hourglass. Thank you. Yeah. There's like a digital hourglass that just oh, blinks, Jesus. blinks, blinks. I'm sitting there oh, waiting, God. like That's literally sweating before my case gets That's called. So cool. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. It's blink, blink, blink. Well, and it's just, just pregnant. Just to be clear, I I was told um, by a doctor once that you that if with, as far as pregnancy tests go, you can get a false negative. You can never get a false positive really? because there's something in your urine when you are the pregnant, hormone. a hormone that that the, we'll the test will false. read that can never read false. So huh. guys, if you get preg- uh, if you get a positive sign, you are pregnant. Wow, that's a really good point. And take that. care of that immediately. Oh, I didn't even either, that makes total either sense. Pre- the, and in the meeting, yeah. either prepare to have a baby or prepare to get an abortion. So <laughs> do yeah, something. Act quickly. Don't. 
right. start thinking start about thinking. it because that's start how that choice. totally makes sense. That's how babies end up you in know? trash cans. So um, I'm serious because yeah. people because yeah, if you happens. sit in your denial, I think the most important no, thing. No, that I think actually is something that happens. That yeah, happens a lot. That's that leads fear. To lot. That's denial. Take fucking control of the situation. If it there's no one in your life who you feel like you can trust this information with, number one, I'm sorry, and get a better set of friends, and that really sucks. And you can fucking email us. Yeah, sorry about last night. Show at gmail.com. But uh, there are hotlines and you just, you need to act fast because the thing is, it's, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Cause, um, because you were saying, Audrey, that it doubles, in, there's a doctor who told you it doubles in size yeah. almost every day yeah. in the beginning. And like I was actually, about, yeah, I was actually about to say, it does, the doctor said that um, because, well, hold on. It, I mean, I, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it, it actually, your decision as far as what you're going to do with it, I mean, I think for a lot of people and just like medically, I mean, I don't know, in my opinion, it changes depending on how far along you are. Like, like you really should yeah. know as soon as possible so you know what's going on because like probably if I was farther along, I don't know if it would have been the decision that I made. I am not sure. But yes, um, it, it was too soon actually. I couldn't, <laughs> this is jumping ahead a little bit, but I couldn't even do anything about it for a while. I had to actually go to several doctor's appointments where they were like, you found out too soon almost because we can't see it on the ultrasound yet. So too too. <laughs> So. Too late for Plan B, but too early yep. for an abortion. Yep. And that oh, was actually, honestly, mm-hmm. second to the actual abortion it's, the experience itself was one of the worst parts. No, well, the actual, yeah, the actual act of the abortion itself, that I, the, the method that I chose, um, that was one of the worst parts. It was horrible. It was hell. Yeah. I basically had to sit there just waiting and knowing that there was something growing inside of me and just waiting, just waiting for it to fucking like... <laughs> yeah. So, show itself because if you're ectopic in your fallopian tubes, which is you, where yeah, which is where it'll the like kill you will, or yeah. something. You can take. die almost immediately if right. there's a fetus growing in the fallopian tube because it doubles exactly. in size and it'll burst it and you have internal bleeding. Right. That's what I read. And so for me I had chosen, I decided to take the abortion pill and if you do that when when you have like I just said an ectopic pregnancy, so you, your other choice like is a surgical abortion. Yep. Which so there's only two choices, right? right? Okay. Right. Uh, which is more well, like a and suction. there's only two choices. Even when you're early on, the the um, the pill actually is like nine weeks or less. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, actually, eight weeks sometimes. Even it depends on like the state. A- that eight you're weeks in, pregnant. You're saying yeah, like eight you, weeks you can if you're if you're more than nine weeks, most states won't let you do the pill. Right. Um, and so I had to wait because if you can't if they can't see it on the ultrasound, it could be ecto- I mean, they didn't even think it was. For your, I think you're probably just early on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So then, so you waited. And I was like, I don't even care. I'll just die. My boyfriend, amazing. He was a rot. He was. It it changed our relationship a lot. Actually, Um, I've never been more sure that I'll end up with him, and it was incredible. But I mean, it's horrible. But the change in our relationship how can you not palpable. get closer with the person if they're especially well, when they're being supported yeah i mean i've been through experiences with people where you can get, just get in a fight it could it depends yeah. it depends how everyone's reacting to everything yeah, right it's yeah. True. and you can tell a lot That's about true. a person by how well i think yeah in, in times of duress is when you're gonna find out who are you know just the same way they say fair weather friends i think there's a fair weather boyfriends there's fa- fair weather parents just relationships fair mm-hmm. weather siblings mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. there's just and yeah. uh, you know and that's totally. when the when the going gets rough that you, that's when you're gonna really find out who's really there for you yes. Yes. yes so you decided to take the pill yeah how's that because you were saying you had mentioned to me earlier that everyone's like oh i just took the pill and it's no big deal well i mean the, the decision that i made was the way first of all the way that's presented i'm not going to say it's totally inaccurate but they don't tell you certain key facts um so you sort and i think just human nature is to think about what is the way that i can do this that's least like having an abortion and for me right. the surgical procedure i mean i don't know about describe i mean people probably know i guess what it entails it's psychologically it's difficult to deal with the idea of like you're basically there's your a uterus su- is it's getting back out it's there's right. a fetus getting and back in 
for me, it's like it's so small. I mean, I don't think you, I think embryo is the word for what I had. It wasn't even a fetus at that point, but it's just the idea of like you're, it just seems so unnatural. I mean, not that abortion is ever natural, but it's just it's something just, about the rough. pill felt yeah. like it would be felt at the time that it would be more natural or something. But also, I mean, like our bodies are filled with a, munch, a bunch of eggs that are little babies that could or could not be if right. a sperm met them. So that's why I problem with when everyone's like, oh, you're, you know, you're killing a baby. Like, well, there's a bunch of babies. Possible babies who will my never, body every month. Who will never be. Yeah. Who come out of your, you know, so right, it's just right. like. That's why you're like, the baby's house. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, it kind of is. So it's like, and it's the same thing. It's just, you know, you, you, are you eating scrambled eggs? You know, it's just, it's just there's a lot yeah. of, you know, you have to do what, what's best for you. And this is not, it's not, I don't know. Yeah, there's it's different. It's your own decision. I feel like people put so much. People love to make other people feel. Guilty Listen, that em- yeah. that embryo but, doesn't know what's going but on. It's okay. not to be taken lightly, though. Of that's course not. Right. I think that there are two extremes that are damaging. I think the extreme of, like I was mentioning, Tony. the very religious extreme of this is sin. You are going to hell forever, and you are awful, and God is going to punish you. Is horrible. And you're and not I guys. That a lot in my experience. I talked. To, I texted God earlier. Spoiler <laughs> alert: said, you're, you're fine. not going to go to um, hell. You're fine. But the other. Extreme extreme of it's cool just do it don't worry about it I think kind of sometimes I'm it's sorry but can misleading. lead to the idea of I'm being unsafe and I don't think that this is what people consciously think a lot I think that though it becomes a culture in a way of well you know we're not really being safe but it's always an option it's an option in the back of your head what I can do something be? about it like let's say that abortion was impossible you probably maybe some people would think a little bit more carefully maybe perhaps yeah. myself included I don't know I don't know but it's just I don't I think that it's a danger of leading to you know well, well abortion I I can't can't do it. nonchalant can't about it. Abortion you, you is should. not a f- should not be used as a form of birth control. Mm. I mean, primarily because it's your it's damaging it to your, your body. body. Yeah. You know, you can't yeah. you can't do that. You know, uh, Carrie Bradshaw talked about this. Hey, on saying, you can't. Yeah, have, yeah. You know, you just mm-hmm. can't. It's, it, it it damages your body. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, doing it once. Is that's you know that's f- uh, fine. Obviously, you have multiple. You abortions. can't have like three though because they really will affect, start to yeah. affect you. Right. So so talk about the pill. I, I'm curious. Right. To- so I read about it. Like I read about it, and that's pretty much all because the doctor that I went to was. <laughs> um, she doesn't have a counseling approach at all. Uh, it was a very, very I mean, and it was part of, I didn't go to like a, a clinic perhaps per se, but I went to a place where they were just kind of like in and out with everything. It was all different gynecological services. And so like the abortion thing with them, they weren't counseling approached. It was like, what do you want to do? Okay, cool. And so, and, but Which that's like, honestly what I wanted. Moment. I felt oh. like I was going, it was a delicate moment, but I, if it was between that and wait another week or two for counseling, when I know that this whatever this is is growing double the size every day my body was changing I could feel that that was horrifying Um, just because you feel it how is your body changing well my boobs the boobs are the first thing everybody knows that instantly Um, like even bigger still to this day right now tender tender the sense of smell I guess thing the hormones sense of smell do you have like an increased sense of smell smell, yeah were you getting nauseous Uh, not yet I don't think I was far enough along Mm -hmm. um but no, but I, but to me, that that moment actually I said to my boyfriend a few times, like, I can't start that because if that starts, like, that's just uh, that's, that's such that's, a signature thing. That's I don't a, know if I can do it. That's what you see in the movies or the TV shows. Oh, she's pregnant. Catherine Heigl's throwing up, but she doesn't want to tell people she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, just for me personally, that was something that would have been assigned so much that I would just be like, oh, I can't. I don't know what I could do, you know, but. And um, your boy, and John was 
did you ask him what he thought? Yeah, but I, you know I, what? We've talked. We actually had talked about it before. I mean, you, I think when you're in a relationship with someone for that long, you kind of it ends up coming up. I think a lot of times. I don't know. You talk about what if what you would do. I mean, just because also he's my best friend, one of my yeah. best friends. Um, and so for me, it's like telling him, you know, talking to him about those things. You talk to your friends about those things. People right. who are close to you, those things kind of come up. And so for us, being a sexual relationship, you kind of end up at some point or another talking about what will we do. And yeah. so he had mentioned, you know, well, he would always say it's your choice it would always be your choice i'm like but i know but what you has, think he's it's half his right exactly but it is I, it's, well. it's interesting because it's half his but it's the, the woman's, woman's dealing with it right yeah right, right. i'm sorry but in, i don't i don't think that the period, man should no, be it's true. i don't think the man should be excluded completely from that decision that being said if the man but, says no the woman can veto it 100 yeah I, I yeah, yeah i agree yeah, at agree. the end of the day 100 totally, totally agree i don't totally. think that you should hide it or you definitely talk mm-hmm. about it if you're in a committed relationship but if the person says something that you don't feel comfortable with do whatever the fuck you want to do right it's your body and um it is yeah for us it was there were like a lot of factors i mean a lot of factors for me the major factor this was the number one factor was that I was not at a point in my life where I could I couldn't handle it so I guess I did think about adoption I actually thought about it for like a second um, only a second because to me I felt that if I went through the whole thing and I did that I probably wouldn't end up giving the kid up for adoption I would, yeah. I would, have, I would yeah. have the child so to I, me I it just wasn't a realistic that. thing it was like be realistic you're going you're not probably not going to be able to do that so you're going to end up with a child who you can handle that you didn't really I wouldn't say didn't want. I'm sure at the end I would want the child. It ends up being something that you changes your life. I've heard a lot of people say I changed my life. I didn't think I could handle it and I could and maybe mm-hmm. that's true for a lot of people but when you find out as early on as I found out and there's a lot of options, right. it's kind of like I'm at a point in my life where my career is so uncertain. I am you so in the very it. beginning of it. You I'm developing. I'm developing my career um, and money wise I'm like <laughs> I have no savings. I can't do this. So what my mom would like help me care for this child. Like I, it's yeah. just not the life that I ever sense. would have wanted and for me um, also because completed like my upbringing I went my parents went through like an insane divorce like four years ago and a lot of their relationship problems started because they got married really young because they were evangelical they had us really young because they were evangelical mm. and they probably couldn't I mean they handled us but it it, it everything was framed in how young parents they were. It was it was a, an element of the problems that our family had and the problems in my family. And so for me, um, I felt like I couldn't handle it and I wasn't going to do that to the child. And then my job, my job, seeing you what see I see children. in my job every yeah. day is like, I don't know. Yeah. So so you chose the pill. Uh, what yeah. what entails? So when you choose the pill, what happens? <sighs> so you get one pill. All hell breaks. Because I feel guys. like every uh, me personally, before you told me the story, I was like, oh, you just take a pill, right? Like, right. So no. So I read about. No, I mean, it. I knew you get very sick. Yeah, I, I read about it on Planned Parenthood, which is actually an excellent website in in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, it yes. has a lot of information in a very non judgy way. It's yeah. just like here it is. This is what happens, and that's what I wanted to know. So I read about it a lot, and like I was back to what I was saying about the office that I was at. Just wasn't very counseling. So everything I knew, pretty much, I read. It wasn't like I was asked. It wasn't like you she was educated yourself things. on no. it. Yeah. Um, which, whatever. That was what I felt like I needed in that moment. Just do it ASAP. And so um, I read about it. And <laughs> but the way even Planned Parenthood and actually I can't fault them for this. I thought about what I thought about this. And it's like, well, what what would you do? Would you make the most graphic description of what you go through? Like maybe when I say this on air, I'm going to tell everyone what it is. But you're going to probably be like, I'll never do that. And then it's like, well, it's kind of one of those things. Like, do you make the most graphic description? Do you let someone make their decisions? And then 
and they go through it and you go through it. I, I mean, I guess you just go through it, but, but they also, don't describe the, should know all the nitty store. gritty. You should know what's in store. And that, be, but that being said, uh, also just remember if you have a kid, uh, birthing a child is no walk in the park either. That okay. And, yeah. and actually what, what I went through, spine. my, my boyfriend said at the time, and I think it's probably true is like what I went through is probably similar to the way that you feel, which is like, it's, it's insane pain. So you start out, it's, it's two rounds of pills. So you start with just like one pretty kind of like large size pill that is progesterone basically and it take stops it you take but it orally like just the first one you take orally and that is something that Planned Parenthood doesn't tell you how you take these pills you take the, they no they tell you how you take the first one you take it orally and it stops the whatever I mean it from, stops from growing, growing. Either, wh- I mean whatever point you're at um, I mean you can't be more than nine weeks but it, it stops it from growing and you take that and then within the next three days your doctor decides when but sometime within between six hours and three days you take the second round and that is four small-ish size pills not tiny uh-huh. pills but small not large um, four pills that you have to put inside of yourself so you put up your vagina. as far up as you can get. So like, and you have to think far too. Up your cervix. How many times do you want to do this? So you have to make sure you get it up. So you're basically doing it to yourself. Yeah. Sometimes I th- I think do you do like at some places the doctor does it for like you. Do you at once? Um. Well, for me personally, actually, my boyfriend ended up doing it. Yeah. Because I couldn't. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't. And it was crazy. I was I was bawling my eyes out. I was trying. I because just for me, it was just ah, I don't know the idea of doing it yourself is something else too it's just the whole thing you just never think about how in your head you can get about something and I'm the type of person I just get in my head about things yeah um and I just thought about it I was like I can't like I can't even deal with what's happening right now and I was I was crying I was like I want my mom you know like being it was a crazy moment and so I was trying to do it and I couldn't do it and I was just bawling I was like I don't think I could do this John and (laughs) I can't and he was like I'm gonna do it I'm I'm doing it I don't care let's go lay down in bed be comfortable and I'm gonna do this Mm -hmm. and I was like I love you. Like, it's so <laughs> stupid. But well, in no, that moment, there are those moments like, that you will never connect. You're to doing something that I have to do way. because once you take the first pill, you have to. You have to take the second yeah. ones. It's, you've started the process, and I was terrified that I couldn't do the second part of the process right. because it just started ending up being. I don't know. They tell you like, oh, try on the end of a tampon, do it with your finger, like whatever you end up doing. It's just, it's hard. I, I, I give so much credit to people who do it themselves. I, I could, I couldn't do it. And so he did it. Uh, I think he did it like one. He got two in, and then like one by one. I don't know, something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, I think you could put them all in maybe at once, but it's hard. You have four pills, and yeah. You ha- and like I, I said, how many times you want to do this? You have to make sure to think in your head. If you f up and you get like one falls out or something, I mean, maybe that wouldn't be the end of the world. But you just want, you just, just never want any mistake yeah yeah <laughs> or if you don't put it in far enough it falls out before it gets up there ah. enough. that's a thing i've heard about that so okay. i was like See, i can't believe they send people home to do it themselves i think i'm surprised I think they don't you. put it in the yeah. one i said with, the same thing device. i was yeah. very surprised that seems that very weird. uh hap- this is a whole right. uh, the haphazard like yeah, we, right. we trust let me you to tell get yourself you, an abortion you know yeah. no worries and the way that planned parenthood says it and this is not a knock against planned parenthood i again i probably would put it this way too it's like a way of what else are you going to do because you're just going to horrify people is they tell they say your doctor will will um tell you how and when to administer the second pill that's obviously okay (laughs) they're gonna tell you the worst thing possibly here but i mean whatever you know so he did it and then um i was like oh my god and then i was scared for a while because like i had been saying earlier i mean he actually googled more than i did i googled a little bit but i stopped he googled in all of the 
like stories. John did your boy. Yeah, did. Okay. yeah. The whole first page of stories was just like horror stories and they started out like just regular horror stories and I was like wow this is really awful and then it's sometime in the middle to the end of their whole this person's description this person and I don't even know if they're actually someone who went through it I actually don't know I, mean, I why, doubt it but why would they make it a recount because they haven't went through it within halfway to the end of the story like during their whole ordeal the oh, worst part Jesus. of the pain I oh, prayed to Jesus fucking brought up Jesus. it always ends up being that I mean you can read Google yourself I mean you're gonna see like most of the stories end Jesus up Jesus can't help you with those pulls in your vagina yeah. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus won't help you with the pain yeah. Jesus won't yeah. put them in your Jesus vagina for you. Jesus wasn't there when you were banging he's not gonna be there when you're putting <laughs> dude Jesus the- was just a dude yeah. who got picked and <laughs> didn't even have any choice Jesus yeah. won American Idol mm-hmm mm-hmm so Jesus. I mean, we re- actually realized that like what like before it kicked in takes like a few hours, it takes three hours, two to three hours to even kick in. So we were reading and I was just horrified. I was re- yeah. it, it taught me a lot about what I I don't know. I've been experiencing Judaism because my boyfriend's Jewish and we want to get married. Maybe hopefully whatever. Um, <laughs> and will. regardless of that, actually, it's really not even about that. He, he it permeates who he is. And I have learned to appreciate it. I've been with him for a long time and his roommate is. And it's just I think it's an amazing thing. I mean, to make a long story you short, love whatever. the culture. I've known you You've loved that culture before you've met him. Right. And so but for me, that whole experience of like learning about it has made me feel even more guilty about my Christian upbringing. But this moment actually was like such a maturing and freeing moment in a way because I just saw it for what it was. I was reading this. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so. So it's such fucking propaganda. This is fucking propaganda. Someone is going ahead and saying, maybe it's their true story. I actually really honestly don't believe that all of it is. I think maybe yeah. it was someone relayed their story to someone. Oh, it's some and they're dude writing, up, writing it. Thank you. It's some it's like dude writing it. Thank you. People and on the subway who yell in your face yeah. about God when yes. you're just trying to get to work. And it's so unfortunate because I think there are there is so much valuable information on the internet. Like you said, you read up about this and I think that's the most important thing before you do anything uh, of this, you know, great, uh, that's this emotional that this that's this physical to read up educate yourself yes, yes, and yes, don't yes. depend I think in your experience really don't tells us don't depend yeah you can't depend I'm not saying don't be one of those people who's like mistrusting like I don't go to the doctor I medicate myself with ginger in my refrigerator but you you have to have the knowledge for yourself if you want if you mm-hmm. want to see multiple mm-hmm. doctors do whatever you can and I know yes. it's hard in this time when we, especially if you're in America if you don't have Obamacare if you don't have all the things that you need yes. but there are places like Planned, Planned Parenthood, Parenthood. Uh, if you live in a major city which yeah. Unfortunately, and it's not yeah, everywhere. and go with like websites of organizations like that yeah. because it's really helpful. And and, and I don't mean, read this isn't boards. just abortion. This is like not. a lot of things with women's health. I've learned um, just because I've gone through a lot of health issues. Just again, like I said, with my own self, um, I've had issues with doctors before this. I mean, I've had issues with doctors just being well, insensitive, not yeah. being giving me information that I wanted. Yeah. I get oh, yeah. fights I with doctors. Telling. I don't care. I, I mean, had a, I had a gynecologist. <clears throat> well, my current gynecologist actually, and I had gone off the rails on birth control before, and I knew a few people. Audrey, mm-hmm. you are one of them that just goes fucking berserk on birth control and most people I know did not but a lot of people I did did so when I told her about that she goes oh really that's weird I don't uh, that doesn't make sense it's I'm never like, weird you if you feel so, you and know it's horrible to hear you know your body you I'm making this more up? than anybody else your yeah. body is you and if you True. ever feel weird you feel weird and you need to go and if you need help with that you need to go to somebody who understands who understands who believes you you're yeah. not crazy True. Um, Very yeah. true. And so describe uh, what happened when those pills kicked in that you inserted. <sighs> it was like three hours in. So I took them at midnight. I'll never forget this. I took them at midnight and about three o'clock in the morning. Um, 
it started up, but I took, so you should suppose that they say, the, the, the script, even the instructions I got from my doctor were like, go, may, uh, empty your bladder, make sure that you're in bed for the night, take some pain medication, put them in and go ahead, go to sleep. Like, no, but guys, that's and not everybody real. everybody um, So I, I did take the pain pregnant. medication. I knew that they were full of shit, but I took the pain medication. I took like a leave or whatever, like a double dose of a leave, whatever. Um, and started out like cramps, but also again, like that's a, I just, I've had issues. So I knew I've had very, very bad periods of very, very bad cramps like severe like more severe than probably a lot of people and I know a lot of other people like they're just women who have issues with with very bad cramps that's a very common thing actually and so because I was one of those people I was sort of used to it up to a point like it started in I was like okay whatever and I I sort of thought it maybe it would be like my cramps at their worst Um, and so three hours in cramping started and then like another half hour after that it just was like there's no words. I don't have. I don't have words for the pain that it was, and it was about four hours straight of just excruciating pain. I was throwing up because of the pain. Mm-hmm. I was almost passing out. I like couldn't even open my eyes the whole way. I was just, like looking up at my boyfriend, like, eh. like I. It was basically like thir- thirty second rounds of just like someone is killing you, and then like you get about three seconds of just. Just plain like pain that you can just breathe, at least breathe. It's still pain. There was never a moment when it wasn't unbelievably painful, but you at least had like, I would, I counted. I ended up counting. It was 30 seconds and then we would have about three seconds and I would, I was holding his hand. So we'd be like, okay, I have three seconds. I felt like I was giving of like room almost. to breathe. Yeah, he like was he like, and do your breathing. Like he's gonna. I mean, it was. It's really like funny. Class, he's gonna be great. Whoever he does marry, he's gonna be great with them with kids because How he's he knows you. his breathing. <laughs> and um, I did. I sounded like a pregnant woman giving right. birth because it was like you have to do your breathing because it helped a little bit. But yeah. so we would breathe. I would I would squeeze his hand and just try not to scream so loud. I think my roommates thought that he was killing me or we're having really good sex. Neither of those things <laughs> happened to the exact opposite. Um, but uh, I, yeah, so I would. Ju- it was just just trying to even just survive. Like it was insane. It was just trying. How if long I did felt it like last? I was just trying to survive. Four hours. Four fucking hours. From three a.m. Yeah. till seven a.m. So you guys are close. I would imagine that experience would bring you much closer together. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of women out there who don't have that experience with a boyfriend that they trust and yeah. love and have that relationship. With. And I. I can't imagine. I would just say psychologically, I know the other procedure is hard, but it's it's. I think it's better. I think the other I went the, back, the, the yeah. surgery, yeah, because yeah. it's it's just insane. I mean, I'm still like I, I've, I'm still in kind of in pain. I'm not like I mean, I'm fine. I'm okay, but right. it's I feel it. It's gonna go on for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, and you said though these pills are not a hundred percent effective, so do you have to go back to the doctor? Yeah, I'm going okay. back in about a week and a half to like make sure that it worked and whatever else, mm-hmm. and. Um, I don't know because the other thing about the pills is that they're kind of just like one size fits all. So you may have, you kind of, I think you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure it works because you kind of know, like I'm not going to get into it, but you kind of know you're going to the bathroom throughout this process and you sort of know, like you you have an idea of when it's done. and Yeah, basically. Yeah. I would think. And you don't, honestly, because you're in so much pain, you're like, I was in like another world. You're not really looking, but you can, you could just feel and kind of tell, like there's a moment when you're, it's probably happening. Um, But the thing about these pills is that it goes on for so much longer than that. My boyfriend actually pointed this out and he's probably right, is like, it's meant to just make your uterus basically just contract and contract like the most intense contractions just until, just for a certain amount of time, for like four hours. And Mm -hmm. so that, no matter what you it have, it's out. It. Right. Yeah. Right. Any lining, any right. anything that's in there. Yeah. 
well shit mm-hmm. um i i i but it made me stronger and then also for me i feel like there was a certain element of like i was i was meant to see what i saw online with the christianity just for me personally because of what i've been through i haven't i don't think i ever fully came to terms with it, especially with exploring judaism the way that i have been i have had guilt factors just because for for 20 years of my life i was raised to fear hell and fear dying and yeah. and, and god is going to punish me every day that i don't believe in jesus and i never really have and so and that's not nothing against people who do believe in jesus but, but there's a guilt factor because it goes back to the two articles that i mentioned at the top of when you came in or at the beginning of these two women had the same decision to make and one was taking one extreme and the other was saying yeah I, my son has autism because i made this decision yeah. we're living in two different and worlds. no he no he doesn't just and no he doesn't so <laughs> and both worlds you, frankly i would say are delusional in yeah. their own way yes and, but i feel like you like when you're i was talking to you about it earlier and why i was so excited that you were willing to talk about this is because people who talk about abortion are i, I feel like the majority are one extreme or the other and it's like i feel as though the reality would be look, yes, I'm so happy I get to make a choice, but this choice is not easy. I feel like there's so many politicians that people are pro-choice. Birth control is for sluts. Having an abortion is for sluts. Oh, you're lazy and you didn't. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, that's so interesting. This isn't something I didn't mm-hmm. want to talk about. Since we're talking about uh, going to the gynecologist and birth control is for sluts. But people think abortions for sluts too. Oh, exactly. All of it. Well, you're just basically not supposed to get pregnant. You're not supposed to live in the real world. Right. Well, one time <laughs> well, when, I was, when I was yeah. first getting on birth control uh, and they, they had samples in the office and they, you know, so you, to save you some money. So my gyneco- my gynecologist gave me all these samples of birth control, and I just had them like in a, like a box or whatever. And I was walking out, and she 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 quickly comes up to me, she's like, oh oh oh, let me get you a bag. And I felt to in that moment, it. it was yeah, it was such a moment of like hiding because I'm like. I don't care if the people in the in the office uh, lobby or the parking lot see me, but I'm like, you care, and you're a fucking gynecologist. You know what's interesting? I'm about not this? ashamed. I, yeah. If anything, I'm proud yeah. that I'm making uh, at this young age. I'm making a good decision for myself. No, this is so what true. I think. This is what I think happens to women. I know it does happen to men, but it happens to women in so many facets of their life. You go, for example, you Corinne, you get birth control from your doctor, and all of a sudden she goes, and and you're 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 confident in yourself. You know what you're doing. You don't feel guilty but I'm the kind of person who will easily succumb to somebody else's opinion mm-hmm. which I'm not proud like I don't like it but I know that it's that's what it is it's normal if, if I was a child if I was 13, 14, 15 however years old and I went and got birth control from my doctor I was like okay cool and then she goes oh no I, I should get you a bag mm-hmm. you don't want to show that and I'm like oh I Oh, oh, is this something I should not There's feel? Ingrained. This, this is something I should. It's ingrained early on. Shame, not over proud. everything. Yes, but I feel like there's so many. Like there's literally when women do anything now in terms of like being exposed, like celebrities and stuff. It's like, oh, you should be sexy when you're undressing. You should be sexy when you're going to the bath. You should be sexy when you're t- taking a shower. Like it's all of these things that are just someone's going. Oh, there's there's no gap between your thighs. No, women are just there should be. Women oh, are just really? under a microscope, like all, yeah. like always, like yeah. always for everything. Like everything you do wow. has to be done a certain way, and like you have to look perfect all the time. You have to cover up things like birth control and shameful things because we, because women aren't treated like real people, and, and and real creatures, real humans the same the same way that men are. They just yeah. aren't. It has I'm to sorry. be because I mean I'm taking this like a step further because traditionally men have always ruled the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that why? I mean, but no, the I days think. of the pharaoh, that was a woman. The pharaoh was a woman. In well, Egypt. I think things have actually regressed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah because of modern 
image like it goes it, it goes through phases just just the way we have regressed sexually you yeah. know in greek and roman times it was fine to be gay it was fine to be gay, gay men it was fine to have other. sex yeah. with whoever you yeah. wanted no one was getting called whores i assure you like you know <laughs> it's, why is it that one person comes along and goes oh you're you're not thin enough. Oh, really? Because and then if just someone is strong and person. powerful enough and there's enough people who have that minion lemming mentality that they're just going to follow suit. So all about one influence. Guy, one guy is not getting laid and he has this idea. Yes. Get a wrap up. Yeah. Because the world and so many things are, 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 are dominated by white straight men. Like that's a fact. It yeah. just is. And so that becomes the culture. Yeah. Eventually at some point. I am so thankful that you came on this podcast. I'm so Audrey. thankful you guys Thank had you. me. No, yeah. I, 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 it's an honor. This I is an incredible people, podcast. People call Kern and I like brave, and we're just being honest. <laughs> but I do think that it takes some ovaries to uh, to be honest about that experience. I feel like I, I hope that this episode. It's not the funniest episode no. we've done by any means. But I think it's a real example of taking but a negative important. and making it into a positive. So yeah. something bad happened, uh, but it ended up it ended up you learned from it. You shared yeah. your experience, yeah. which I'm sure is going to help a lot of people listening to this, both male and female, because you know you never know, guys, when you're going to be a boyfriend and have to deal with this situation. And yeah. I hope that you deal with it with the uh, amount of the class gen- that, uh, John that John handled it with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I just want to say, your to women, like if it happens to you, your life is not over. You will have children someday if you want you will not if you don't want and it is your choice and you are in control and that sounds so like super feminist and whatever and like no, yeah but it it's not it's like I, I realize that like through this process I realize that it's not it's just about the feeling of like being able to be a human who has control over your own body and yourself without having to feel like you're going to hell or you're a horrible person you're not gonna have kids or whatever it is yeah, like you you're in control and your life is not over and you can get through it. Like, trust me, you can get through. I'm really not that strong. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I thought, I hope you got something out of it. I'm uh, sure yeah. a lot of you did. You can email us. Sorry about last night. If you have your own experiences, if you have questions, if you need a link to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Uh, PlannedParenthood.org is the website. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's a major city. I forgot so, that. <laughs> yeah. If you forgot that it's PlannedParenthood.org, email us at sorryaboutlessnextshow.com. Whatever it is you need. Um, Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Guys, We Fucked, the Anti-Slut-Shaming Podcast. Thank you so much to Audrey. Thank you. Thank you, Audrey. Uh, And uh, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.